Hello? Peloton. I guess that's the whole point of this. Okay. So I'm not a favorites person. Okay. So I'm not the person to be like, oh, my favorite song is this. It's just like, it's not something I can do. But I will say that I adore Jess Sims. Um, like she was my OG because we started at the same time. Like, you know, when she got introduced to the world, like is when I got my stuff. So we actually really connected like early on when she first started, you know, back before she got super famous. Um, so we, we don't chat as much anymore. But yeah, so I love her. I just really connect with her. Like I love, you know, her strength type message, like take up space. And I'm a big believer of that. I wish more women lifted. I wish more women wanted to be strong as opposed to skinny. I could get on a soapbox about that, but um, I love that she is that in her energy and she's just a good time. And plus her programming is always top notch. Like it kicks your butt in the best way. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 280. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Well, what an afternoon. Take two. Take two. <laughs> we started to record the episode, and then we had... And then the phone started ringing. Then we had breaking news. <laughs> so we are starting over. Yeah. So uh, so Dr. Jen's back this week, and yes. uh, we are going to dig right into... Don't worry. Daniel will be at the top of the show. Yes. Uh, just, we'll just cut to that. <laughs> We're going to cut to that. Yes. We got a lot of stuff to cover, though. The Amazon Prime sales. We've got a visit from Angelo, and we talk about somebody that sounds exactly like Tom because they won't eat vegetables, uh, but it wasn't Tom. And uh, when Dr. Jin drops by, we talk about maintaining your exercise motivation when the seasons change. And uh, we've just got all kinds of news about the instructors and instructors who are no more. Yes. <laughs> so, with the company. With the company. Yeah, you yes. make it sound like they're not oh, alive. Oh, no, I'm yeah. so sorry. I didn't mean to make yeah. it sound like that. No. So uh, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and uh, follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's always helpful. Yes, please. Um, we have a new review. Oh. This is from Minkus. 316. All right. Which sounds like a made up Bible quote. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it sounded to me like a character in like Lord of the Rings. Well, Minkus does, but I'm like, Minkus 316 yeah. from the book of Minkus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great infotainment. Really enjoying the show. Tom's brand of humor hits just right. Crystal is delightful and special guests are great. Sunday, I hopped on the bike without a specific plan and saw that one friend was on. It was Crystal with three minutes until a Jen Sherman 45 minute 80s ride. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I joined and PR'd the ride with my first strive score over 100. Oh, so congrats. I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. So congrats. <laughs> they worked their butt off. Okay. That's what that means. Uh, thanks for putting out a quality show and being accessible and engaging for your listeners. Leaderboard name, Rocky Mountain Mike. So, oh, I love it. So thank you very much. I assume they live in the Rocky Mountains. One would assume, <laughs> but uh, you never know. It's true. Also, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. Don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com slash the clip out, where for five bucks a month, you get uh, ad free episodes. And for a little bit more, you can get uh, bonus content. And finally, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out, where you can watch these shows in HD 
glory. So there's all that. Let's uh let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Breaking news. So literally as we started recording the show, we had to stop and start over. Uh, we had breaking news that Daniel McKenna is suing Peloton for having been fired, in his opinion, wrongfully. Yes. Uh, and we say wrongfully because I'm just going to be transparent. We don't agree with some of his politics. And so, I mean, you get to think whatever you think, but so do I. So that's just all I'm going to say about that. But I believe that putting, including vaccines as part of this conversation was not wise and was not helpful. And there's a lot of people that are posting that it has to do, the lawsuit is actually about bullying and it's actually about discrimination and there was another word that they used, something about uh, his pectoral muscle, his surgery. Like it was like taking time off discrimination. Yeah. And that may be true. And I would say, then why did he include the vaccine information? And it seems yeah, that it, it was hard not to read that as anything other than a dog whistle, because if you read the rest of the lawsuit, like when it comes time for the causes for action, he they don't even circle back to it. It just seems designed to rile up a certain segment of people. Which it will do. It will. So, but to the lawsuit itself, I guess we should start by saying we're reading one side's filing. Yeah, I think that's important to remember that whenever a lawsuit gets filed, what happens, for those of you who don't know, is if you're the person instigating the lawsuit, you can put in there anything that you are complaining about. So it's literally called a complaint. And you are the complainant. And you get to say whatever. Yeah. uh, And you get to say whatever you want in that. So. Right now, that's the only piece of the puzzle that we have. We do not have Peloton's response. We do not have. um, That's the next step. You send over the document and then the other side then gets to respond. Right. So at this point, uh, his complaints are they were mean to him about vaccines. But a lot of it seems to be based around his PTO requests while he was on medical leave, medical leave for having a torn pectoral muscle. So the other big thing that it seems to be in that he's complaining about is how Jen Cotter treated him. Things that she allegedly said. Right. Um, and of course, we don't know what's true or not true because we were not there. And yeah. if it was true, we also don't know what context these things were set in. And it's important to remember all that for all the people that were yelling at me last week or two weeks ago, whenever I broke the news that yeah. we should not be assuming things. Well, right back at you. <laughs> we yeah. really shouldn't be assuming anything here, <laughs> especially in a court case where, like I said, there are there's going to be a reply and we should probably wait till that. Um, it's also interesting that. Obviously, his contract had an arbitration clause and he just decided to skip that process. He says because it's illegal and that he doesn't have to do that part. And, uh, you know, we will see what a what a court says. Yeah, I don't think that he's going to win that aspect of it. Like, I think he's still going to have to do arbitration. Yeah, but I could be wrong. I know part of the lawsuit. He talks about how, you know, he thinks the other instructors are on his side because they've they started inserting some of his catchphrases into their classes as a point of solidarity. We don't know one how much the other instructors know the full story. Mm-hmm. So like maybe we don't know if they made fully informed decisions if that was behind it, but perhaps they did. Yeah. Um there is a line in here that I thought was very interesting in regards to the other instructors. Mm-hmm. And it says and I'm reading from the lawsuit and it says and I quote Unlike other popular Peloton instructors that are known for teaching classes on Peloton stationary bike, the plaintiff's success relied on enthusiasm, energy, and instilling encouragement in members. Like, is there a way to read that that isn't really next level douchey? No. 
I like I don't know how to read that other than I'm the instructor that was really good and the rest of them suck. Well, there's other things in here that say that, too, that out of 20 new instructors at Peloton hired plaintiffs following were the achieved fast and highest paced growth. Like uh, there's okay. a lot of things that kind of like. OK, but like that, if accurate, that's just factual, right? That, true, that's, true. That's, it's not an opinion. Yeah, that's not an opinion. <laughs> that's like a metric that can be that can be tracked, like who gained the most Instagram followers in a certain period of time. So I'm like, OK, but like just flat out saying unlike the other instructors <laughs> my classes have enthusiasm energy and like i just like you gotta wonder how long they'll be leaving his catchphrases in their classes after reading that well especially when i mean it's still their livelihood it may not be daniel's but right. you know it's still their livelihood so i don't know that you can rely on instructor enthusiasm towards his lawsuit if he even has it yeah, I, 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 and, and I think that we need to talk about his politics just a little bit here because some of the other instructors, I don't think were aware of some of the things that he had put on Twitter. And I believe that if they were fully informed, I think that they may not be as behind him right. as this document. Yeah, I mean, I think regardless of where you land on particular issues, I think it's safe to say that some of the instructors aren't going to be fans of someone who is openly not a Black Lives Matter supporter or is not a trans and LGBTQ supporter like that's going to be a, a problem for some gonna people. be a problem for some of these instructors, whether you like it or not. It's just factual. Exactly. So I think it's cool that, you know, so many he absolutely Daniel absolutely has a lot of fans. For um, sure. And it's not like I'm saying he hasn't been successful, but I just think that. I don't know. I, I get that there's a reason and a rationale to put it in here, but I don't know that if we're going to pick apart this document to point to things that like other instructors did or did not support him. I think that maybe there's some other things that need to be included as well, which is why it's one side of the story. Right. <laughs> yeah. And with the Jen Cotton stuff, to me, a lot of that reads like I mean, I've certainly had relationships with coworkers where we give each other a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. And if HR were to read any one side of that out of context, it's going to sound pretty awful. Right. And I don't know, like, I can't help but wonder if this is a retconning of that. Like, I don't know. Like, I just know in my workplace, we've I've had people that I've even joked with, like, oh, my God, if some of the things we say to each other are so awful that if. I mean, I've heard you guys say some things, Yeah, <laughs> but I, I've been on the uh, receiving end and the giving end of those kind of communications at work. And I mean, it's it's also part of how you have camaraderie. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. I don't know and if that's what was happening here or not. And I will also say you can have a relationship like that and you can still go too far sometimes. Absolutely. And, and you got to walk it back. Like so, you know, like it's even if that is the case. Right. And I mean. If these things that were said have the context that it appears to have, where it's just like Jen Cotter said things that were just, you know, like talking about him coming to work drunk, things like that, then that's really not OK. If there was context there, then I think that it's really unfortunate that that was not also included. I will also say that some of the things that were kind of said were kind of making fun of the fact that he was Irish. And I, to my knowledge, Jen Cotter is Irish. So it's like if she was being derogatory, that does not then make it okay for her to be derogatory. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is I think that that kind of proves or at least gives me the indication that it was taken out of context because if she's Irish, why would she be upset about somebody else being Irish? That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I mean, that being said, there's also a difference between being of Irish descent and actually 
especially being from Ireland. Also true. Right. Also true. But but yeah, like, I, you know, you tend to think if you're in a group, you've got a little bit more latitude to make fun of or tease that group. Well, and I also think that if other instructors that have worked there while Jen Cotter has worked there come forward, maybe they no longer work there. It would be interesting. Yeah. Because they might have things to say as well. Yeah, that's fair, because typically if someone if this description is accurate of her, right, mm-hmm. then typically someone who behaves like that, it's a pattern. Right. It's not hyper focused on one individual so you would think that if that's the case you would hear more complaints start to come forward as you do in uh, in other cases where somebody steps forward and, and complains about somebody yeah and i don't i don't really like as far as like him taking time off while he was already on leave of absence i thought you couldn't like you have to take all your pto before you take your leave of absence. So I guess I don't really even understand what the complaint is there. Yeah, I'm not sure. And it's hard to really know because that's Peloton corporate policy. And, mm-hmm. who, you know, like that we don't know. Like, I know how it works at the places I've worked at. But what is he saying that they complained about? And how does it what did they even say? I didn't I, read the whole thing. Yeah, like I read some of it and it, or a good chunk of it. But like it also all kind of blurs together. And it's uh, a lot. It's a lot. But yeah, like it just seemed to be more like like. They didn't like how much work he was missing. I mean, he did miss a lot of work. That's facts. Yeah. But, you know, his argument is that, well, like these were work related injuries. So his ear was not work related. The the pectoral muscle, which I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, you know, these are injuries you get from working out. And so that's true. But that was his second injury and it hadn't even been a year. So, I mean, that's a lot. And, And like other instructors have injured themselves and it's been work related and there's never been an issue. Yeah. So like there has to be more to the story. I'm not I'm not even saying he's not wrong, but there's something about his time frame that doesn't make sense. Then there's more to the story because there's other instructors have had issues. Yeah, that's fair. And I think ultimately New York is also an at will state. So I I don't know how that plays in all this in terms of because he's saying that they didn't give him any documentation for his dismissal and which seems odd for a company of. Of Peloton size so it makes me think that That's either not correct or that there's a Reason they didn't do that Mm -hmm. Um, Because that just seems like such Rudimentary fundamental thing For a a company to do that Yeah I think I think that if they Were to say you did XYZ Wrong and then did not give him That information to Back that up I would agree but if If they just said you no longer work here It's not working then he does he's not owed That information yeah I know where I work you know I've seen lots of people get let go Where like everyone around the office Knew why but they don't give them A reason because it's an at will state so If you give them a reason you just give them more Opportunities to come back and sue you if you just Say no thank you we're done Here then it limits your Exposure legally so some facts. Let's let's talk about what we do know, because okay. we've talked a lot about what we don't know. Yeah. OK, so now we know that Daniel McKenna made two hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year, yeah. which I was, I guess, surprised at because, you know, he's one of the newer instructors. I don't know what number I had in my head, but it wasn't that. And but it's uh, New York City. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm not I'm not even complaining. Yeah. I'm just like I, that's information we have often wondered. We have right. often talked about. And so I'm just kind of like doing the math. I'm more but like, that's what does entry that mean? Level. Yeah, yeah, that's entry level. Level, right. So then what does that indicate for somebody like Jen Sherman or Robin? You know, I'm just curious. And, yeah. and Robin's very high up in the chain because she's like head of I don't know. She's she's a big deal. She's not just an instructor, you know. Right. And so that's a fact like his pay. We also know that he was offered a severance package that he would have gotten six months pay. So it would have been one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. But he had to sign an NDA and he refused to sign that NDA, which is why we're talking about this today, right. because 
Otherwise, we would not be having a lawsuit. Yeah. So presumably he did not get that 130. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but he's suing for 1.8 million. Yeah. And uh, whew, there's not a lot of proof to back all this up. So I'm really. Yeah, for, I mean, and it, it's an initial filing. So, so I'm there sure, wouldn't be proof. At you know, this point. but there's one screen grab of a conversation that seems pretty benign yeah like i mean it, he's not claiming it's a smoking gun necessarily no, no, other not. other than just like they seem like they were fine with me i guess i guess it was just more like it's weird that with all of these allegations you chose to include any any kind of documentation yeah. at this point and if you did why that yeah that, that's that's really more the the question mark yeah it seemed like an odd thing just because it didn't seem like it really established all that much but I'm sure as it goes through the process, if he has more stuff, he will come forward with it because that's how law lawsuits work. Yeah, agreed. But. I'm sure this is not the last that we have heard of this saga. No matter what happens, I believe next steps will be that it either gets dismissed outright or that it becomes an arbitrated case and then goes through the next steps. But I think that just based on how I have seen court cases go down, the judge is not just like, oh, well, yeah, we just accept what you said. There, there's always yeah, a counter argument. And, yeah. and there there's a very good case for Peloton to be like, no, we need to go to arbitration because that is going to limit that reduces the amount of time that the court needs to be involved. And they are always in pro like they're always pro let me not be involved if i don't need to be yeah so they're going to be like yeah let's go do the arbitration first they like to clean up the dockets right so right but yeah like i my guess is at the end of the day there's some sort of check written and that very well could be and well because i mean just his severance and stuff of nothing else right like you know like like okay well if we they give were you gonna money. write a check anyway yeah but now yeah. that he's he's done this what is their I mean, if we're going to go through the lawsuit and they feel like they were in the right and they were already going to give him that money and they asked him to keep his mouth shut, then he didn't keep his mouth shut. What is the point of paying him now that the, 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 the cat's already out of the bag? Yeah, What's the point? Yeah, that's fair. It's like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you already splashed us all over the news. That's what you wanted. You got it. So yeah. I'm just thinking like completely lo logically here. Right. Like if I'm Peloton, what reason would I have to cut you a check now? Yeah, I guess I just figure that it seems like every lawsuit anymore ends with somebody writes a check to somebody and then they both say that neither side did anything. Both say that they, they didn't do anything wrong and everybody moves on. Well, that's certainly what happened with Lululemon. But I got to say, the tone of this says yeah. there's an axe to grind and I don't see this going away with a nice, happy ending yeah this is a lot more adversarial and and with lululemon you had one corporate entity versus another corporate and this entity. is clearly personal this is a lot more personal yeah for sure very different very different feel to it and yeah. so i don't know yeah it uh, will definitely be interesting to watch it play out and again i think the the big takeaway right now is that we know one side of the story yeah and so i think we you know based on what i'm seeing on instagram that does not matter to a lot of people well you know the people that love daniel mckenna they're just gonna I mean, obviously, they're going to believe what he says because they have a parasocial relationship Absolutely. with him and they're he's their best friend, even though they, he doesn't know them. And, you know, that's what they're going to do. But at the end of the day, it's just not that simple, man. There is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are twenty five dollars each. 
So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Peloton in the news. So prime day sales stuff, whatever <laughs> prime it's called. Early access. Prime early access. Well, this is the first time that uh, that Peloton has been part of prime day. Yes. Because we uh, we haven't been on Amazon. So right. now now it's on Amazon and there were all kinds of things in this early access sale. They had shoes, they had apparel and they started with, I thought it was interesting. They started with the bike and the guide and accessories and then they started adding the apparel as the day went on. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Because they were like, well, now that you've got the bike <laughs> you get the stuff buy a hat but it was a really good sale a lot of people reached out to me and said that they were getting the guide because it was it was on sale for 250 and they're yeah. like cannot pass up at yeah. this rate and a lot of people there were there were several people commented the same thing about the bike being 1225 and there were a lot of people that filled in the dumbbells they were missing you know they wanted to do their whole weight set and right. so this was the only thing missing so they jumped in and got that a lot of good feedback on it there were a few people that were not happy and that mostly what? was around on on the internet i know they were unhappy um so one of the things that they were saying is just like people being a little disappointed that it wasn't in Canada. It wasn't in the UK. Okay, that's a legit complaint. Peloton but. has always said that they were going to do that. Uh, they were yeah. going to add to other countries if this went well. Yeah. My guess is that's very soon. We're going to see that very soon. Sure. Um, and do they celebrate is prime? Do they celebrate Prime Day the same day in the UK? Is I it like don't Thanksgiving? Know. I don't that's know. That's a good question. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, UK doesn't have Thanksgiving, but Canada does. They do. They and just they just had, had their yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just a quick perusal. I'm like, Oh, these are real discounts. Like a lot of times, I like Prime Day. My flippant attitude at the beginning wasn't about Peloton; it was about Prime Day. I know. Like, I like. I think Prime Day is such a, so dumb, and it's like so many times. It's like, oh look, I can get a Colander for five cents off. <laughs> Did you just say a colander? I did. It's a colander. Well, not if it's a fancy one. <laughs> it's got a little monocle, but uh. It's always just like weird stuff that I'm like, I mean, I guess I would have to buy a spatula at some point, but yeah. I'm not like, can't wait for Prime Day. Get me a spatula. I will say it's particularly great if you know that you have a big thing you have to like start shopping for. Like if we were smart, we would already be buying stuff for Brian's college dorm room. Yeah. But then again, you don't know where he's going to be. Yeah, you don't know. kid's a mess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, you don't know, like, if there's already a color scheme you got to work around or if there's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because so. that kid cares about color schemes. <laughs> well, if I'm paying for his decorations, it's going to be a color it's scheme. It's going to be a color scheme. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it, God, this feels a million years old. I know, now. right? <laughs> like, uh, Peloton slashing 
500 more jobs. That was the big story a week ago. Remember a week ago when you uh, thought Peloton was going to be dead in six months? Okay, so for 10 yeah, minutes? can we talk about that? <laughs> that was really interesting because um, first I posted an article that the Wall Street Journal had posted. And I think it was Business Insider is where I actually picked it up. But it was all quoting the Wall Street Journal. Right. And so... Then whenever I look into this a bit further, there are other websites posting other articles like CNBC. And right. suddenly I'm getting this whole different vibe. So Wall Street Journal, they just were like, so um, tell us a quote. And apparently Barry said something to the effect of, we're going to have that in six months. But whenever you look at the CNBC side, the actual question was, when do you expect that all of the changes you have made are going to result in growth again? And he said, we have six months to prove ourselves. And that's a very different context. Yeah, like it, <laughs> it went from the actual quote of, you know, we expect to see results from what we're doing within six months to we have six months to live. Yeah. And that was literally on everybody's like I was getting so bombarded. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that it didn't make sense to me. For one second, because I was like, wait, why would we do this on Prime, like on, on Amazon? Why do we put stuff on Amazon? Right. Why are we doing the ro releasing the rower? If you only have six months worth of fight in you, why even bother with then, a rollout? And put that shit on clearance, man. Let's get some real discounts. Going. Yeah, because because that <laughs> rower, if it's not even going to be here till December. Right. Then that, that means we have like four months with the with the rower. <laughs> right. Hang on tight. Yeah. Uh, it's and, funny. When I saw the headline, I didn't even click on the article. I was just like, oh, that sounds like bullshit. Yeah. And I just <laughs> yeah. So and I think that while we're talking about that, we need to also like that was the important takeaway from all the articles. But of course, it's horrible that they had to let go of another 500 yes, people. For real, yeah, they still have. And this was shocking to me. I hadn't really done the math, but geez, Louise, they still have thirty eight hundred people. Yeah. And they're saying that this is the end of that, right? Like they're that, saying the restructuring is done. Yeah. Now, I am a little confused about there's a little confusion about that because restructuring is done. But how so, does that affect the stores? Right. But yeah. but stores have already been closing. So I don't know if that means that like there's no more stores on the table or if that means they've closed some of the stores they want to close. If they're hoping in six months to reassess. I don't know. Right. I would love to get some more clarity around that. But that's that's still a question mark. But it's really, really sad. And I mean, there's people that have been there forever that were moved out with this one. And it's uh, real big changes. Absolutely. Yahoo Finance. I guess this was another Wall Street Journal one originally, though, right? It was. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Wall Street Journal has it in for know, Peloton right? all of what a sudden. Remember do? back in the day when they yeah, were like in love buddies, with Peloton? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we're using the Yahoo version because there's no paywall. Yeah. yeah. It's a little peek behind the scenes of what our budget looks like. <laughs> uh, Goldman Sachs made repeated margin calls to John Foley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's. Not never fun. Only thing I know about margin calls is what I learned from watching trading places. Okay, I know that all places that write articles do this, but it just cracked me up that that's like the Peloton diner, or it looks like it's not the actual Peloton store in the picture. Like that's that does not oh, yeah. it does not <laughs> appear. That looks like the Peloton like in France or something where they have the diner that you can go to because I've yeah. seen it posted by members for years. Um, but anyway, <laughs> they, that was, that was they, the photo they had the rights to. Yeah, that was exactly Close enough. Right. So, OK, I don't have a lot to say about this other than we kind of already knew this, right? Like this is not. Is this new information that he had he bought the shares and then he pledged the shares as collateral? Maybe that's the new part here. I think the margin call aspect because margin call is basically them going like better have my money like and, that's and, like, and he was like, no, I mean, can you just refuse to do a margin call? How does that work? I mean, again, 
at the end of trading places <laughs> <laughs> like the they got their comeuppance <laughs> and billy valentine won the day yeah i mean if you can't make your margin call i mean you're you're out of money so, so like that's so well he, he talked about that in the article there was at least a couple of quotes that he was like yeah it's it's been a bad year i don't think that's really any right. any big <laughs> like, surprise to anyone yeah financially it sucks was basically how i took that quote yeah um and i mean i think they just wanted to kind of pick on him a little bit more yeah i mean it's probably what was driving like the article for a while back about him selling the house in the hamptons that yeah, he just bought yeah. that's pro- that was probably driving that like okay i guess we're not yeah yeah just kidding yeah 55 million and gone i'll just have to suffer in silence over here in my eight million dollar yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well that sucks yeah so we've seen some rumors over the past week about is Peloton back to trying to make a piece of strength equipment? Yeah. No. No. Moving on. Yeah. Pretty uh, much. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, that does sum it up. Like we talked about this months ago, but we know we know that the people who were working on this, like they were disbanded. It was dead, dead. And they said that it was going to cost like number I heard was like nine thousand dollars. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were like, we're never going to make money on this. So they yeah. just killed it. So what this person is like, what this YouTube video is saying, this is like what you're hearing in all these different places is that, oh, well, Vitruvian, they went dark on LinkedIn. And and I will say when that has happened in the past, Peloton has kind of like secretly bought them. Right. And they're thinking they're thinking that's what happened here. I don't think that makes sense. And here's there's a couple of reasons why. One, have you guys been watching the news? Yeah. Like, what, where's the money? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they bought them with what? Yeah. yeah. Like, there is no money. And if there were an agreement, I would think it would be kind of like we talked about before, where it would be like if Peloton were to do something with that, like that with Tonal, it would be like a merger. I think that would be what we'd be seeing. I don't think that's happening here because if Peloton wanted to go back into strength and double down on that, we would be seeing in more instructors being hired again. Yeah. We would be seeing other things in the system codes that would be indicating that they are still working on that. We're not seeing that. And we would be needing to see where these financials are coming from. And we know that they would have already had to have been bought, which means that it should show up somewhere financially. This just doesn't feel like it's the right time. I'm not saying they never will. Right. I'm not saying this company didn't get bought. It was Vitruvian that's that's making a platform device. But these specs, this patent that this company or this YouTube video is referring to, that is the patent that Peloton had been working on. It was one we talked about. I don't remember what the code name for it was. It was like Cobra. Cobra. Yeah. Yeah. Cobra. And if it was these documents literally are Cobra. But we know that patents take forever to be approved. That is a slow process. It can take up to two years. So if that's the case, like who knows when those were actually applied for and they're just now getting approved. So I don't think that the patent means anything. I I think that it's old stuff. I think that it's been disbanded. And I think somebody did something with Vitruvian, but I don't think it was Peloton. Yeah. And these companies never give up their patents, right? Because if, if somebody makes something similar and they hold the patent, it's a payday. Right. Right. So it's like it once they've started that process, they're not nobody ever calls the patent office and goes, never, never mind. You can have that one back. You can now put customizable widgets on your home screen of your iOS device. Lock screen. Lock screen. Whoops. Uh, no, that's my bad. Uh, I had it in there. 
to me it was the same thing but, yeah but it's not and it's just wording on my part but yeah. it is inaccurate and i take full responsibility for all the confusion <laughs> but yeah you can put your these widgets okay so ios 16 if you have it mm-hmm. they have a new thing that you can add widgets to your customizable lock screen not home screen and because of that then peloton quickly turned around a widget for that which i was really surprised at because this is new like iOS just put this out. Like yeah. It's very new. So I was super excited to see that. And uh, I, I did put it on my phone. Look at you. I know. Like seeing my streaks. <laughs> I like to see you streak too. <laughs> and some sad news. Longtime listeners might know JV Nava. Yeah. And if you don't, people you have asked me. Who is that? Well, that is JV was the face of One Peloton. She was in the community on the OPP. In fact, for a long time, she was the sole moderator. Uh, That woman put up with a lot and deserves a lot of credit for the the stuff that she listened to people say to her. Um, (laughs) And she always tried to help the members. She always tried to be good to people. She really took the community very seriously. And it's, I mean... 2014 2014 yeah. is how long she's been there that's literally the beginning i believe she started by like she she was pretty early in yeah that's very early in so she went a long way all the way yeah. up to uh, vp or was it senior vp i don't want to i don't want to take a letter from her for sure but yeah but that's for people that have been following peloton for a long time you know jv nava and it's sad to see her go yeah, yeah, it is for it sure. Is. And she was. Uh, I think a, that's the last vestige of the uh, original crew. The original crew. Jen Sherman. <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> but true. Behind and, the scenes. And um, yeah, I mean Tom Cortese's still there, right? I is believe he? so. I think so. Yeah. And and uh, he is. I mean, he's not quite original. Original. He's newer, but yeah. he's still of that same time frame, right? And a lot of the instructors. I mean, Robin and Cody. They came not long after Jen Sherman. But, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's another kind of end of an era moment seeing her leave so we we wish her the best she was the first person in peloton we met she was when, she was i we, will never forget that and she was also the first person to schedule interviews with us yeah. and and uh, she worked with us on a lot of things including uh hri H- homecoming was all jv's deal every yeah. year she was the one that did that and uh her which team makes, her team I can't, it was not all her yeah <laughs> but which her leaving makes you wonder if it's coming back in any form that we're used to seeing I definitely agree. That's a big old question. Yeah. But yeah, I've been I remember saying the, that since the, yeah. the first HRI, which what, what homecoming used to be called uh, that we went to. We as soon as we walked in, she was like the first person walked there. right over to us. And, and we we were like, oh, we're going to start a podcast. And, and she, was, she was, like, was like, oh, OK, sure. And then we were like, we already interviewed Matt Wilpers. And she was like, oh, yeah, he wanted to meet you. Come on over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was back when the uh, instructors could hang out in the room with you. Yes, <laughs> it was very chill. <laughs> Very different time. Very different time. Good luck to JV. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen. She also has a long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. 
So good to have you. I've got tons of questions. My question of the day is from Christy Allison. She says she would like to hear about your suggestions for motivation with the seasons changing. The seasonal affective disorder struggle this year is real. Okay. So, well, first of all, so it sounds like she is struggling with seasonal affective disorder. So she's feeling more depressed as we have less light. So the first thing I think that she should do is look into therapeutic lights. There are these lights that you can put on your desk while you're working or, you know, as you're putting on your makeup in the morning or anything like that that can really help. The studies actually show that they're quite effective and it's a very specific kind of light and I don't want to get the name of the light wrong, but you can even get it on like Amazon. So, so that's one place that I would start because that's going to send your brain different information. Also, that you want to make sure you're getting enough sleep. You want to make sure that you're doing kind of all of the basic kind of self-care things, enough sleep, getting enough nutrition, that you are making boundaries with people, that you are prioritizing your physical health, that you're getting your workouts in. And I also think that this is a good time to switch up your workouts. That, you know, I, I tend to, I'm very much a creature of habit. I only switch mine up like twice a year, like once every six months, I switch it up. But I think that most people benefit from doing it more often. And this is a really good time when you're feeling like you're getting a little blah, when you're feeling like you're down, when you're feeling like you're in a rut, that's a really good time to start throwing in maybe some classes that you haven't taken, maybe a bar class, a Pilates class, a boxing class, something that you hadn't done before that might kind of spark your interest or at the very least kind of shake things up. I think that's really good advice. I, so kind of a two prong approach. And, and I guess maybe if it's something that she deals with every year, is it worth also maybe talking to her doctor if this is if this is a thing? Absolutely. And also a therapist. You know, yeah. I mean, I always say I believe that everybody should have one year of weekly therapy, even if you are not someone who's really struggling with mental health issues. I think it's really good for self-reflection, for learning new tools, for having someone who is objective, being able to kind of look at your life and be like, hey, here are some areas where you could improve. So I always recommend therapy before I recommend, you know, kind of a psychiatrist, although you do always want to rule out anything physical with your actual physician. But before you go to a psychiatrist, I think it's really important to get talk therapy first and see if learning new tools, having new perspective, having a, a new cognitive shift can actually solve the problem. Okay. That's very helpful. So is this something that would affect people like that live in areas where it's like dark all the time? Do they get freak, freaked out is harsh, but do they have difficulty when all of a sudden, oh, now there's too much light or is it just oh. people want light? Yeah, no, absolutely. When when people live in climates where it is dark for longer, it's very, very challenging when it comes to, to mental health. Wow. Yeah. It so it's sense. not something necessarily people acclimate to. Like even if you were born and raised in an environment like that, it's not like you get used to the inverse. It's that's still difficult. Yeah, it's. It, I think it's difficult for everyone, but certain people are more sensitive to it. And sure. than other people. But but really a simple light that is for seasonal affective disorder on your like office desk can make a huge difference with this because it's actually it's sending signals to your brain that is basically kind of tricking it into thinking that there's more daylight, which is exactly what it needs. Okay. 
That's fascinating. Yeah, I think I'm immune to this. Yeah, yeah. All my quirks, I, the benefits <laughs> being this, because I'm just like, I don't want to go outside anyway. So. And, you know, one other thing that, that she may want to consider doing is like a micronutrient test. Oh. You know, vitamin D, a, most people are deficient in vitamin D, and vitamin D can really affect depression and mood tremendously. So it, it's worth her looking into that as well. And that's something you can also ask your primary care doctor just to do like a quick panel, right? You know, some doctors have that kind of technology. Others will send you out, but, okay. you know, and others will say, oh, I don't believe in that. So oh, it's finding okay. the right doctor. Sometimes it's someone who's a little more kind of off the beaten path, but also there are a lot of places now, like in my area, there's a place called Next Health where they can do micronutrient tests where it's oh. kind of a chain of places. So sometimes you don't even need to make an actual doctor's appointment, but your doctor's always kind of the best first line of defense. Okay. And my doctor discovered I was low in vitamin D just from blood work. Yeah. So because I work in a windowless steel and concrete bunker. So I <laughs> already don't never like, go outside. Right. So it's. <laughs> And also in this day and age, a lot of us wear sunscreen to avoid mm. skin cancer. And that means that we're getting, we're absorbing less vitamin D from the sun because we're doing that by helping our skin. Mm. Interesting. Okay. So not unlike Dr. Jen after dark, the takeaway here is you recommend the D. <laughs> I always do. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for all of that. Until next time, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all social media at Dr. Jed Mann, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And also my weekly column within Style Magazine called Hump Day with Dr. Jen that comes out every Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you. Clip out. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are a fitness person. Absolutely. And if Go. you're looking for something different to add to your fitness routine, Maybe think about Fight Camp. Yeah, it's awesome. It's interactive at-home boxing. Brings the best workout in the world into your gym, and it makes it fun. There's thousands of workouts by all different kinds of trainers. They've added a lot of trainers in the last year. They've added a lot of really cool things. Like now you can add um, your Apple Watch. You know, you can link it to your app. Mm -hmm. It's super cool. They also, I used to make sure that people knew this, but now they have Android and Apple apps. So you can, yep, you're able good. to use the app no matter what your phone system is. You also have live punch counting stats that motivate you to push harder and help you map out your progress. And you get to actually punch something. I know. I love that. I do. Like that is the best. If you're going to like, I can't just punch the air. Even when I do a Peloton class, I always use my fight camp bag it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home. Fight camp packages start at just ninety nine dollars. They even offer some great financing options so you can get started for as low as $9 a month. To get everything you need, go to fightcamp.com slash the clip out to learn more. That's fightcamp.com slash the clip out. Instructors in the news. We have a new Peloton baby. We do. Chelsea Jackson Roberts had her baby, Noble Antoine Roberts, born 9-21-22, and a rainbow baby. So lots of love to uh, Chelsea's family. Absolutely. Very, very, very. Um, Noble is very, very lucky to have such a great mom. <laughs> so I have a question for you. It might be dumb, but I'm a boy. What's a rainbow baby? Yeah, it's 
it's really sad. It's a it's a term for a child born to a family that has previously lost one oh, or okay. more children due to stillbirth, miscarriage, gotcha. pregnancy. Okay. Well, now I feel bad for asking a sad question. I know. But she uses there's, hashtag, there's so she's, that, yeah, like yeah, it's, there, and there's people that don't know, so it's yeah. not it's not a bad thing to explain. Yeah, for sure. So I just yeah, wanted I'd, to get the. I had to look it up because I wanted to make sure I got the wording right. For, and yeah, I don't want to, <laughs> especially with that topic yeah. for sure. So now I have been educated. Cody Rigsby dropped by his alma mater, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, he has back in the ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> so Gregory messaged me today, and Gregory was my Dancing with the Stars buddy every week while Cody was on. We would talk every week. He stopped in St. Louis, and we met him. Yeah. So we we were he was filling me in on this picture, Team Shangela, because I was like, okay, I don't, I actually don't know who Shangela is. Right. And Gregory never gets mad at me for not knowing current events. <laughs> um, and so she is one of the top contestants from RuPaul's Drag Race, ah. uh, and she is on a show called We're Here, which is an Emmy winning show on HBO and of course she's on Dancing with the Stars this season and uh, she is a fan favorite in all three <laughs> <laughs> so Cody was there and cheering for Shangela <laughs> while we're speaking of Cody Rigsby he sat down with People magazine to talk about his mental health journey. Yeah. And, uh, he, you know, I know he shared before that he grew up uh, at times he was homeless. And uh, part of this article, part of this is this journey that he speaks of is that financial stability and what role that can play in mental health, which absolutely the two are connected. And yeah. anybody who says otherwise is very, very comfortable with their money. Right. Um, and so uh, I mean, you can certainly have money and still have mental health problems. Of but course. Like, I would think not having money is going to compound them. Of course. I yeah. mean, it's just like you end up in a cycle that right. you have resources when you have money For that sure. you don't have when you don't have money. So yeah. you could take two people that have the exact same mental health issue right and one person is going to have money and have the resources to get care for that in a mm. way that somebody who doesn't have money can't and that is what i mean by right. that so but he talks about all of that in this article so if you want to read for yourself then make sure that you get our newsletter and it will be sent directly to you christine dierkele was on broadway podcast network yeah it's a leading lady fitness episode 13 i guess a whole bunch of different broadway related podcasts Episodes about mental health. Yeah. And so they talked to they talked to her about mental health, wellness, and and they also talked to her about staying inspired. So if you want to check that out, it's lead, like you said, leading lady fitness and it's episode 13. Robin Arzan is featured not just in Women's Health magazine, but <laughs> on the cover. Cover of the November issue. Congrats to Robin yeah. Arzan. Like that is such a huge deal. It's going to hit newsstands on 1025. And uh, she asked everyone to tag her if you get a copy. So <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be a lot of tags. Uh, that's a lot of tags. <laughs> Congrats to Robin. And speaking of Robin, she got to uh, visit the White House. She did. And she posted pictures at the White House. But I chose to use this video because it was the behind the scenes video of her day at the White House, which I thought was a little more exciting because she showed how she got ready, started off with her workout, and then she went and got dressed and uh, did all of her makeup. And I'm sure that was just like, I can't even imagine these instructors just getting to hang out at the White House. I know. It's just crazy. <laughs> But congrats. She's having quite the week. Yeah. Quite the month, I guess. Kendall Tool talked to Pop Sugar. Well, Michelle K. Oh, yeah. This is Michelle K. There you go. Over at uh, Pop Sugar instead of Shape. Yeah, this she's time. mixing it up, but she's freelance. That's okay. okay. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's funny. Every time I chat with with Kendall, like 
I'm sure they chat so many times because she's <laughs> interviewed her like four times. Yeah, for sure. But uh, but it was great that they got to talk about uh, her collaboration with Spiritual Gangster and Peloton. And they also talked about uh, World Mental Health Day. And Kendall talked about the emotional roller coaster of finally meeting members in the studio and why she intentionally chooses to get off of Instagram occasionally. <laughs> I get it. You're feeling that today. <laughs> yeah, my phone is mysteriously quiet, but I think it's because it went on uh, Do Not Disturb because we're we're filming ah. so i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> so mariana fernandez completed a triathlon she did and she posted the um the entire like she posted highlights from the entire day yeah and it made me so incredibly happy to see and she was so close to the podium she was third place and uh or i'm sorry i'm sorry she watched the third person cross the finish line. She was right behind them. Gotcha. That's how close she was Ooh. to the podium. And uh, she had a great time. So I am super excited for her. I think it's so cool to see when the instructors are able to participate in things like this and they share them. And I know we don't have the music playing and don't because it'll mess up the sound. It'll sound all craziness. Yeah. But the song is uh, Feeling Good by Nina Simone. And it's like really great to watch the video with that in the background. It's a, It's a great remix of the song so definitely check out her instagram if you haven't already she is quickly becoming one of my favorite instructors very sweet lady well if you like it when instructors compete in things then you'll like this this is crazy because Susie chan did a half marathon last sunday then went to the studio and <laughs> taught a class and taught a class the class i did for my 500th i was just blown away by that i mean who can run 13 miles make it look easy she's not even sweaty yeah like she's like oh just adorable look at her <laughs> and then and then she pops into the studio and teaches a 30 minute hit and hills class which i was ready to die at the end of <laughs> but congrats and a lot of the peloton family was there too so that's really cool women and children first uk they were there as well so it's really neat that the instructors do this stuff. I love it. Also one of my favorite instructors. I have a lot of favorites. It's great. <laughs> and speaking of instructors doing things <laughs> again, again. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just thought this was so cool though. Yeah. So uh, Tobias Hines. Yes. Okay. Yes. Is competing in the Manaslut rail race. I don't. What? No. I don't think that's how it's pronounced. Oh. But uh, and I think it's. Oh, Manaslu trail there race. There you go. That's a different thing entirely. Uh, he says that it's a dream come true. In less than a month, he is going to participate with his soulmate running around the eighth highest mountain in the world, over 180 kilometers and more than 10,000 meters. Height meters. I don't know what a height meter is. I think that's like elevation. Oh, okay. The race will bring them up to 6,000 meters over sea level. And he is asking for everyone in Peloton to, to pop on to the training sessions with him. He's going to be on the tread training and he wants to share his training with us. And he says that uh, he wants to do it with us. Let's support him. Yeah. Let's get out there and support him. That's it. That's incredible. And I think he might pronounce his name Tobias. Oh, okay. I wish yeah. I knew more about how to speak German. Ben and Leanne have an update on their house. They do. They're going to be building their very own Peloton gym in their back garden, which is gorgeous. That's their garden. Wow. Uh, does anyone have any good recommendations on companies in the UK to work with to make this a reality? And uh, then he asked that question on his story. I'm sure he got a million responses. Yeah, I have no I'm doubt. I'm sure they've got that covered. But yes. uh, yeah, it's gorgeous. 
gorgeous. Yeah, Can't that looks really that. nice. They should put in like cameras that way. If there's another pandemic, they can just go out to the. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure they will. I'm sure. Hopefully, there's never another pandemic. I mean, I'm hoping too, but I'm just. <laughs> I'm just you know. like, let's not even put that out in the ether. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's enough going on. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo from MetPro here to answer all of your fitness and nutrition based questions. Hello. Hi. Hey, guys. <laughs> I feel like uh, this next question we have for you could be about Tom. Oh, um, this, okay. this, but it's not. But it could be uh, this. <laughs> woman. <laughs> so how to eat if you're really, really funny. Dana Nalan uh, Hartman wrote in and she said, finding healthy foods my husband will eat. He hates vegetables mm-hmm. and fish. Yeah. You see where I'm going? Like, <laughs> I get it. I, if we added 45 more items. Right, then. right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Ragu. There you go. <laughs> Just eat ragu. <laughs> so D- Dana was it? It was Is Dana. That, like, yes. Dana. Well, so sh- he doesn't like vegetables or fish? Yes. Yes. That's very workable. <laughs> that's very workable. <laughs> Tom, are you taking notes? Uh, yeah, like after me, you're like, oh, that's easy. <laughs> First of all, it sounds like there's going to be lots of good protein options then. So turkey, chicken, even a lean red meat or pork is not going to be the end of the world. Uh, you can do some dairy-based proteins. There's cottage cheese, there's yogurt, there's plant-based proteins. You can do beans, legumes, uh, you can do nuts and seeds. So he's going to have all kinds of options for proteins. And then if, if at the end of the day, he's still not getting enough protein, you can always supplement, you know, you can do the quick egg white thing or you can have protein powder. So there's going to be lots of options for protein. I don't think you're going to have any troubles there. My recommendation is pick two proteins that he likes cook them in bulk, keep them in the fridge. It's easy then. So if you have, uh, you know, rotate. So right now my wife and I have made up all barbecue. And so I'll do usually one red meat and one lean meat. And so in case for your husband, Dana, you do like chicken or turkey, something simple like that. Have them in bulk, keep them in the fridge, ready to go and make it really easy. Now the vegetable deal, that's a little trickier. So I would challenge you to go through the list. Now I've challenged Tom on this and I learned my lesson. (laughs) There's literally nothing. (laughs) Literally nothing. But I bet that you'll be able to find some vegetable that he may like, or maybe some salad. And if not, really have him stock up on the fruits. You know, he'll still get fibers. He's going to get a lot of the nutrients. It's not exactly the same as vegetables. You can supplement. You like a veggie powder, and that's fine. I prefer whole, actual, natural vegetables, but there's ways around that. Um, have them really stock up on the fruits. And so my, my recommendation with the fruits might surprise you. I'm a big fan of, so my clients are coming to me with a specific goal. Like here, here's what I want. I want to build muscle. I want to increase performance or I want to lose weight. That's about 90% of the clients that reach out to us. And so I'm going to have specific items for them that I want them to do. But I also need those items to be feasible, time managed, quick and reproducible. So I'm looking for portable. I'm looking for low perishability and I'm looking for quick. So that, that kind of means that doing, doing things like a small apple, a pear, a couple plums, grapes, even berries, if, 
you know, you're not having to leave them in a cup in your car in a hundred degree weather <laughs> can be pretty efficient, but go with combinations for snacks. You know what your husband might like Dana is a combination of some fruit, some nuts and some jerky. Mm. That would be a great combo to get in. That's going to be very healthy, very clean. It would be right in line with what I might have a typical client, regardless of a goal, using as a very convenient on the go, quick, easy snack. So things like that you might try. And uh, hopefully some of those ideas will help you, Dana. Very helpful. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for all that. And if people would like this sort of stuff tailor made to their goals, where can they find you? Yeah, come to metpro.co slash TCO. Wonderful. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. So we have some new uh, stuff regarding the Ashton Kutcher series, Our Future Selves. We do. Yeah, it's really cool. So it's exactly one month. This week has been the mental world awareness stuff that they had um, taken off a few days for. I tell you that because there were a bunch of encore classes. And one of the cool encore classes that they had was the latest episode of Our Future Selves Mm -hmm. dropped last night at 730 Eastern on Tuesday night. And Allison Felix was the guest. And both Allison Felix and Ashton Kutcher were on the ride, as well as many of the instructors. So many of the instructors were on for the encore portion. And uh, it was it was very, very cool. Very, very special. I hope that you you saw that because I posted that it was happening. Also, only a month left to support Ashton and uh, Thorne as he races in the New York City Marathon. That's gonna be very cool for him. I think this has been a very big, successful thing. And I'm so glad they had the opportunity to do it. Absolutely. And also these classes are now available to watch on the bike. They are. Yeah, that dropped last night, too. So all of a sudden you can access our future selves on the bike. So if you haven't gotten a chance to do it, maybe you don't have a tread. You definitely should check these out. They are a lot of fun. Peloton Artist Collaboration. So we have a couple of new artist series. Daddy Yankee. Which I have no idea. No idea. Mm. I was like, first, I was like, oh, damn Yankees. Oh, no, that's not what this is. <laughs> no, I know. I oh. said this. I said this to Brian. I was like, uh, you're you're 17 year old. Oh, my God, he's 18. Oh, yeah. Geez. Uh, I was like, oh, daddy Yankee. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. And I was like, oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Well, you I, must have. I don't think 40 year olds are his demo. No, nah, probably not. <laughs> and then also uh, FKA Twigs. Yeah. So um, this this specific one actually dropped late last week after we had recorded. And it is for the UK Black History Month um, artist series. So they're kind of both overlapping each other slightly. So I wanted to call out both of them. OK. Yeah. FKA Twigs sounds like a sounds like a restaurant. Like, it does. Hey, do you want to go to O'Charlie's or FKA Twigs? It does. Absolutely. It's like it's going to have like an old timey bicycle on the wall and they sell you pot stickers. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried. We talked about this last week and I just don't remember it. I think I would remember making FKA Twigs jokes. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And uh, also there's a baby face class coming. Yeah, yeah. So people by invite only Ooh. were invited to see Babyface live in studio. He is going to be there on Friday, October 21st in the Alley Love class and then at 545 Kirsten Ferguson. So people, like I said, got these invitations and they were asked if they wanted to come. And uh, it says in the uh, actual invite, it said something to the effect of, you know, don't pass this on. And that's why I got the impression 
the way it was worded that he would actually be in class. So uh, if you are a baby face fan, make sure you take those classes live because I tell you what, there was nothing better than seeing Lizzo walk into that that class. That was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. So if you feel that way about baby face beyond (laughs) these classes. Past guest update. So last week we talked about CJ Albertson was gearing up to try and reclaim the world record for the 50K. The 50K. Yeah. So his previous world record had been smashed by Stephen, somebody from South Africa, and they had gotten a world record of two hours, 40 minutes and 13 seconds. And then CJ Albertson's past record was two hours, 42 minutes and 30 seconds. His new one. Two hours, 38 minutes, and 44 seconds. My God. That's that's insane. Insane. Yeah. Dude is so freaking fast. (laughs) Like, I am so, like, just in awe of his abilities. It's, I don't even know what to say. Do you know how old he is? I mean, he's like, I think he's in his 20s. So, like, when do you... When we talked to him, he just looked, I mean, I know I'm getting old, but he just had the baby face. You know what I mean? Like, he's so young. So, when do you reach a tipping point for... I mean, obviously, he's fit and he will be very... But yeah, that's a fair question. But when do you reach a tipping point of like, okay, you you, you'll still be faster than most people, but not necessarily at this level? I seriously have no idea. I would think that he has already reached the point of like he's probably at the. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen. (laughs) I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I'm like, there are there are people that I have seen come out in like their late 30s and their early 40s and run faster than they've ever run before. So right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it's possible to even run as fast as he does now. Yeah. So like to wrap my head around doing that for years to come. I mean, I I just can't. No, that's fair. So I don't know the answer to that. There are people that are much better <laughs> educated on this topic than I am. But either way, it's amazing. Mind blowingly cool. Yeah. So proud of CJ Albertson. In case you missed it. There was another apparel drop. Well, it's actually not. We talked oh. about this um, already, but but I wanted to bring this up because this particular apparel drop that we did talk about last week, it's a new style of bra because it has the one shoulder, but you can wear it with an extra strap on the side. And no. that is a game changer for some ladies. So if you need a little extra support, but you really like the one shoulder thing going on, this might give you a little more confidence you're, to try it. You're back in business. Right. Because now you've got an extra strap. Should yeah. you need it? <laughs> and it's really cute because it's got like the extra layer underneath it. Very cute. Peloton birthdays. Only one birthday this week, and it's Stephen Little. <laughs> Stephen Little. Yeah. Uh, talk about so, instructors. Yeah. Newer listeners no aren't, aren't going to know who that is, but he was a big damn deal when yeah, we first started recording this this show. Yeah. 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 And so uh, his birthday is on October 18th. So happy if, birthday, if Stephen Little. You're st- still following Stephen Little out there. Wish him a happy birthday. I, I am. And he's out uh, traveling all kinds of places with his his puppy dogs. <laughs> Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Elliot Woodford. Hey, Elliot. How's it going? Hi. I'm so glad you wore your Peloton shirt. I love it. I did. I thought it was appropriate. We should say for the people that are only listening, that can't see, Mm -hmm. that it's 
last name is our first name is O-T-T-E. So it's. Oh, yeah. So people looking. aren't like, you know, make the voice match the name in their yes. head. Yes. And they're getting French all. French feminine spelling. Yes. E-L-I-O-T-T-E. It yes. throws everyone off. But <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> it's my name. <laughs> I, all of a sudden, that third grade saying, you know, that's my name. Don't wear it out. Just like popped into my head. <laughs> I have introduced myself before and been like, hi, my name is Elliot. And then immediately the response was, well, what do you go by? And I was like, what just said? Um, well, Elliot? I just said, yeah. okay, all right, this is what we're doing. <laughs> I think they just oh, yeah. didn't hear you. I'm going to go with yeah. they didn't hear you because I yeah, say yeah, all kinds of yeah. crazy stuff when I have no idea. I'm getting old, so I don't know what people say. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Well, why not? I have no idea what I'm agreeing to. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous game. <laughs> so when did you like come across Peloton and decide I got to have this? Well, I guess I had known about Peloton for probably almost its inception, living in Los Angeles and kind of be, I'm a professional singer and dancer and performer. So that means I'm very much health workout adjacent, <laughs> especially what my interests were in still are. So I had heard about it for the longest time. And so when they came out with the bike, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. Um, cause a normally I'm on tour. So that just didn't really make sense for my life. And B, I at the time hated, hated, strongly hated indoor cycling. I just Ooh. didn't understand it. Didn't get it. I was like the few times I'd done it, I don't know if my bike was fitted incorrectly or just didn't enjoy the teachers or I, you know, I, I take it back. Teachers have always been great, but it's just, I just didn't like it. Just didn't click and for so, you didn't click for me. And I was like, oh, okay, well that, that's a cool concept, but it's not for me. So all that to say, you know, cut to a few years, I'm a huge lover of like the group workout berries, berries bootcamp is what it used to go by. And so I'm very connected with that company. Um, and have lots of friends that teach there and all that stuff. I've been going for years and same thing with my husband, got him into it. He really enjoyed it. And so I guess I should back up even more. So as a professional dancer, I actually have known Rebecca Kennedy since like 2008. Yeah. So, and she also used to teach at Barry's Bootcamp. So whenever I was in New York City for work, just there, otherwise we would like meet up and like one of the good ways for us to see each other was I would just come take her class and we'd, you know, catch up. And so I noticed like, I think it was like 2018 or something. I was in the city and I was like, oh, I didn't see Rebecca on the schedule. I was like, oh, that's so weird. I was like, okay, let me hit her up. So I like hit her up and she's like, oh, I'm actually not working for berries anymore. I can't really say why. <laughs> um, she was in the quiet period. Yeah. Yeah, she was in the quiet period when she was developing everything for the tread. And I was like, okay. And then, she, or I guess at the time it had just been announced at like the, the tech convention. And so she's like, this is kind of what I've been doing just as an FYI. And I was like, what? And so I checked out. I was like, this looks awesome. Like this is way more my speed. Um, at the time I was on a break from touring. So I was like going to Barry's all the time, spending way too many dollars. <laughs> and I was like, it's just an, an expensive addiction to have. Yeah. <laughs> and so literally they were about to open it to sales. I think literally like that week, all this happened. Perfect timing. Wow. And I talked to my husband and I was like, look at this. We basically can do like the boot camp style workouts that we love at home for like the price of a singular class. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's amazing. So I basically made an appointment literally like the next day at like the Pasadena showroom on the tread to try it out. And, you know, this was the tread plus at the time. And I loved it because it was very similar to like the bougie treadmills I like to run on. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. And I like literally bought it that day. So and then I got it delivered 
like November, 2018, I guess I was one of, I think if not the, it was one of the first treads to be delivered in Los Angeles. Wow. Which is saying so, a lot. Yeah. That's a yeah, lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I have um, to ask. I got the tread first. <laughs> I, I have to ask a question. Tread plus, did you keep it or did you? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Here's the thing. Uh-oh. I have pain in my heart when I talk about oh, no. real emotions. She's going to break me. I She's can welling tell. up. Oh, can... no. It's, no, Crystal, I'm not going to break you because I love the Tread Plus. I would have the Tread Plus. Spoiler alert, I recently had to get the Tread and trade in the Tread Plus because so we've moved during pandemic and during prior to the pandemic, I think they offered the service where they help you move it or take it down, put it back together, something like that along those lines. Obviously, during the pandemic, they had to stop that service. So they're like, well, you have to take it apart yourself and put it back together yourself. Here are some videos. So we did that. And I think we did a fine job. But then because of COVID, we were building a new house. So it sat in storage, like half put together for almost a year. So I don't know if that made it weird. I don't know. But when we eventually did move into our new house, again, had to put it together ourselves. (laughs) And it was fine until it wasn't fine. I was literally, I think I was in the middle of doing like just some Saturday 60 and like the tread stopped at some <gasps> point. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And it was like my first one back, like, you know, and so then I like, you know, finished the class on the bike, but I was just like, oh, I was so bummed. And so, so they like tried to fix it a few times, you know, they thought it was a smart chip. It wasn't that. Then they replaced the monitor, but at first they brought the wrong monitor, <laughs> they had to bring the right monitor. And, and so like, it was all these fixes and they just deemed it like they couldn't fix it or they thought the issue was the base, which because of the recall, they can't replace you the a base. New base. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, but you can do the refund and get the new one. So man, I shed tears. I bet. <laughs> because I love the tread plus so, 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 so much. And so we have like, we've had the tread, the normal tread, the new one. I don't know what to call it. A tread um, minus. Yeah. yeah tread <laughs> minus for like the past month and a half. How is that going? I mean, obviously it's, it's fine. It's wonderful. I mean, it's not the slat belt, so it's, you know, are very cushy mm-hmm. and wonderful. But it's fine. I actually haven't, I actually did a run on it yesterday and I, you know, I like, I'm always wary of like my knees and uh, my joints and, you know, it, I feel like I haven't felt the difference in terms of like impact, okay. knees, joints, et cetera. But obviously it feels different. Like while you're running on it, you hear like your foot impact more than on the tread plus. And like, obviously the size is just smaller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. yeah. But other than that, like, it's still fine. It's still enjoyable. But if they come out with another Tread Plus version B or whatever in the future, I wouldn't be surprised if I switch to that, just depending on what it is. This is yeah. great, though, because we, we, you know, we, people have been wondering and there's not a lot of people who have done a lot Gone on from both. plus to back you know? to the yeah. other. Yeah. There, yeah. I mean, there will be soon, mm-hmm. but yeah. not a lot of people. I, who, yeah, who's if I didn't have it. to switch to the Tread, I would have kept the Plus for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like it was a no brainer for me. The, the Tread Plus is just a better machine. That's my opinion. Everyone, you know, is entitled to their opinion. Well, I, mean, I just it, think it's, it's a better treadmill. <laughs> that's why they call it a plus. Yeah. I mean, like it yeah. is. It is. If you're going to have an yeah. upcharge like that, it better be. Yeah. It, yeah. Yes, yeah. It should. So it should. it's not a slight. Um, it's. But yeah. So, Crystal, I don't know what you want to do with it. <laughs> I'm just. Well, She's keeping it. <laughs> She's keeping pretending, it. I'm keeping it for now. I just get today, worried. I get worried that it. somebody is going to come up with this rationale that's going to convince me. But, like, so right. far, you know, being that I'm a little older than you, Elliot, just a smidge. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, I just, you know, I just like to pretend that it's enough that it matters. But my knees, I just like running outside just really hurts. And so I'm worried that over time, 
that running on the tread is going to do the same thing. And so mm. I guess I'm just really concerned about that. I haven't heard anybody say that. Yeah. I mean, it's conjecture on my part, yeah. but it's a lot of money I to mean, put out there and hope. <laughs> I can't pavement run or like forever ago, a Dr. Osteen told me not to do it because I noticed that I was getting like, I would feel great in a run. And then like, two, three days following that, I just couldn't walk. Um, just like, yeah, it's just the impact, no give. Um, so I'm just very wary of, um, pavement running for myself. Um, and especially with dancing, I'm trying not to do like overuse injuries, like, you know, I'm using the same things over and over again. So, so that's why tread running became a thing. And that's why initially I was, and still I'm very drawn to like the woodway treadmills, which also have slap belt belts. And, and then, yeah, obviously when the tread plus came out, I was like, this is for me. So yeah, I think you can keep it. And then <laughs> she's in team. Keep it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm 100% team. Keep it. <laughs> like there's no doubt. In my, if yours is working, keep it. Yeah. Okay. yeah she hasn't well, had any problems no, at all. I haven't. Yeah. Knock yeah. on wood. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mine was perfect until literally we had to move and it sat in cold storage for forever yeah. yeah well i should also uh, just put this out there as a movie guy trigger warning for bad boys for life because yeah. it features it features it features a tread plus so, yeah. so i just, remember yeah rip yeah that's right that's right <laughs> i miss it you know it was almost crystal's tread plus it was it was Oh well, my goodness! They were looking for a, the movie and you, company you was spoke looking for to the and production. I, I team. did, I did, and they were like, if they couldn't figure out another way, they were going to. They, we were going to ship mine down there. We were but, just too oh far because they filmed in Miami. Yeah, and, so they, it, was and like, it was just they found one closer, but they were. See, being in the Midwest sucks. What can I say? <laughs> I know, but maybe if you had shipped yours, it wouldn't be working today. Also true, but also we would have met Will Smith, which wasn't scary at the time. That's also true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was one bad day. It was yeah. one bad day. I know. Oh, it's tough. It's tough for me. I, I bet. Uh. <laughs> we don't want to make it awkward for you. <laughs> so now you said you didn't like cycling classes. Have you come back around on that? Are you taking cycling classes now? Okay. So <laughs> yes and no. I don't really know. Are you running for something? Are you running for all this? <laughs> what is... <laughs> Should I do my hand like this? Yeah, you're like, I am currently working on a position paper that will make (laughs) very clear. Very clear. Yeah. No, okay. So I guess, so I got the the Tread Plus 2018 and then I had it for at least a year. And I think like at some point I finally took a cycling class I liked. A singular one. Okay. (laughs) Just one. one. (laughs) Just one. I was like, oh, that wasn't horrible. I enjoyed that. (laughs) And yeah, maybe it's the bike thing. Again, I don't know what the issue was. I just hadn't liked any prior. And then it got to the point, you know, I was just, you know, I was locked in. Like once we got that chart plus, I was 100% in the Pelloverse, you know. I was listening to you guys. I was on all the groups, you know. My husband was like, please shut up. Stop talking. (laughs) I've read every article on the internet, all the things. So... So I was in it 100%. So obviously after a while, you know, there's the Peloton FOMO that happens. Yeah. And so I had tried the bike maybe at a hotel or at some point gotten a few opportunities to try the bike. And I was like, oh, wow, this feels different than what I'd experienced before. It's just, again, a really great piece of equipment. And obviously I already knew the content and loved how they created the content and metrics, et cetera, all the things that are great about Peloton. So so then I was just kind of like, well, we should probably get the bike. Need a matching set. You know, that way we have a, you know, a low impact, you know, option. You don't want your tread to be lonely. Right. Yeah. You know, know, we, you could work out at the same time. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. I like where so you went at. It all worked out. So obviously we ended up getting one. <laughs> you know how the story goes. <laughs> and yeah, so we've had that. And then, you know, I think last year we, you know, upgraded to the, the bike plus at some point. So, so now we currently we have the tread and the tread plus. No, I bike. take that back. The tread and the bike plus. There we go. <laughs> okay, okay, got it, got it. <laughs> and you are currently taking bike classes as well as tread classes. I am. I okay. am. Do you remember whose class it was that finally broke through for you? Ooh. Okay. So I think my issue with classes, cycling classes that are not Peloton, uh-huh. that they ride on feel and et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. as opposed to metrics. I think from like a science background and like, you know, a medical background and like very physical and athlete and in a tune with my body background. Like, I don't like how a lot of those classes do things that are unhealthy for you. They like turn the resistance way down. You're out of the saddle spinning that, you know, RPMs are just unnatural and dancing and all that stuff. And I was like, none of this is safe. So what I, I think I enjoyed about the bike, not only the excellent piece of machinery, but also the fact that the classes were taught safely yes. and you know had good class plans and were really great workouts and so like that was a huge difference for me and since since I've gone back classes like that I'm just feeling safe in this class I don't want to hurt myself my legs don't need to be going that fast they just don't like just they just don't <laughs> um, so that was that was a huge thing for me but then as far as like I mean I love a Cody moment like we used to run in the same cir- dance circles so we have tons of mutual friends but yeah so like He's cool. I, I know a few of the instructors from like random life stuff. So I think, you know, I really enjoyed his classes and Robin is a good time as well. And so, yeah, I think it was just like that was rooted in good teaching sure. <laughs> and that wasn't going to kill me. And then, yeah, just the content and the, mach- and the machinery are top notch. <laughs> that makes total sense to me. A lot of yeah. people feel that way about some of the other companies out there. And and I get it. I do because there are absolutely things that are not safe. People don't yeah. always believe that, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The whole thing of like, oh, I should have resistance when I get out of the saddle. It's like, I had never experienced that prior to the Peloton class. I was like, oh, wow, this makes way more sense. I feel way safer. Yeah. My knees are going to blow out. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would th- and yeah. never having done it just from, from riding a bike when I was a kid. It's like, I would always yeah. go out of the saddle when I was like going up a hill. Exactly. When it, you need I the needed power. leverage. And so it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, if there was... If there was no resistance, mm-hmm. what are you pushing against? Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, I think that led me to the bike. And now I like the bike and all the things I've liked specifically Peloton um, in terms of like how rubber cycling goes. Um, I can't say I enjoy cycling now, but I like riding <laughs> the Peloton and taking those classes. I feel they know what they're doing. <laughs> so now that COVID has changed i won't say it's over because i don't know that it'll ever be over but but it's different we can transitioned we're we're free to move about the country again so hopefully touring will be back in your life if it's not already and what is your schedule gonna look like whenever because your job's busy you're on the go a lot how are you gonna keep up with all that well i think at this point it's it's a practice for me it's a discipline for me it's a habit for me and also it locks helps with my sanity i can't say that i'm always sane but few of us are didn't yeah. work out yeah <laughs> yes if i didn't work out then we'd have issues so i think for me it's like i have to work out every day like i just feel off if i don't as a mover my body feels achy if i haven't moved so you know when i'm on tour i typically, I typically work out every day on tour that's like i'm used to that habit some hotels have great gyms other ones 
even very nice hotels have surprisingly, surprisingly horrible gyms, which is always so hard for me to understand. I get that. Like you spend a million and one dollars on like the scent you spray in the lobby, right? But like you can't have a good gym. Like, I don't know. I agree. Thank you. It blows my mind. Yes. My mind. I secretly just want to be like a gym designer for hotels. Like just <laughs> not that hard people to get it right. Right. But, Why is it always some like dark hole in a corner? Always. Like, always. Oh, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, Why? I would say Why? about a third of the time if I, if I like wander to the gym with you, it's like, is this a mob hit? Yeah. What is going yes. on? Right. Now yeah. try being a woman and going by yourself. Yeah. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. You go down this long yeah. hallway and you hope for the best. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's yeah. our lives every it's day. It's one of my first things <laughs> when I get into a hotel. I like put my bags on. I just go find where the gym is and take a look at it. And I'm like, okay, let me see what's possible. Right. Is this happening? Um, is this not happening? <laughs> yeah. But the wonderful and great thing about Peloton, as we all know, obviously we have access to the app when we're traveling. Yeah. And that is great. Like, I don't feel like there's an interruption to what I do because of that. You know, if they don't have equipment that I feel like I can use or, you know, or even if my schedule's wonky, like I've done, you know, hit cardio workouts and body weight strength workouts in my hotel room, if that's the only thing, you know, that works with the schedule or just the place. And then obviously if there's equipment, I can use the app and you know things like that. So I feel like the app is a very underrated and underused thing, <laughs> which is weird to me because I'm like, there's so much there. You know, you have access to literally thousands upon thousands of classes. Like, there, boy, there's, there's... Barry would love to hear this. You need oh, to send a note oh, to I'm Bear Bear. Sure. <laughs> Good old Bear Bear. <laughs> Barry McCarthy, not Bear Bear. Barry's. Oh, yeah. 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 Good, call, good call, Tom. Yeah. yeah we don't want anybody to think we're hitting <laughs> Uncle Barry. Yeah. <laughs> one of those two need to change their name. Yeah. It's going to, one know. of them's going to have to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know. One seems more stubborn than the other. Mm-hmm. No I'll comments. let everyone decide who yeah. they are. <laughs> My money's on the old white guy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I didn't say it. No. I can say it. I'm an old white guy. I can. too funny so uh let's see can we hear any fun stories from work like just you know whatever you feel is okay to share (laughs) oh or from work i don't know i just uh, i don't know anything i mean i've been blessed to do some really cool projects i get to tour a lot with um some big names and i've gotten to do some fun movies and music videos and television performances i've basically done like all of the award show performances that you can think of and like right before covid hit we literally finished right before covid got to do the prom which is was a broadway musical now it's a movie musical um, that you can find on netflix and got to do with like meryl streep and james corden and nicole kidman and andrew randall so carrie washington Around DeBose, like list goes on. Yeah. And I was also very blessed to get to do Hairspray Live a few years ago with Ariana, Ariana Grande. And yeah. And so it was just, I, I've gotten to do some fun things. And I think um, it's kind of been a random path. I just try to be really open to opportunities that come my way. <laughs> you're so yeah. humble. Yeah. You're so humble. Like, so you these said, are amazing things you're talking about. Oh, you you, you mentioned you had a medical background. So, like, did you yeah. go to school to be like a doctor or? I was a pre med and undergrad and college. I actually went to Washington University in St. Louis. Heard so of it. Down the street from you guys. Just up the street. Home of Harold yeah. Ramis. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so I did my undergrad there. So I was going to be a double major with dance and biology. But as you guys may know, 
WashU is very well known for its research um, and also its medicine at that. And so if you're a biology major, kind of the focus is research. And my passion wasn't research. It really was more clinical based. I wanted to be a doctor. So I decided not to major in biology. So I ended up majoring in dance and marketing uh, and then did all the pre-med. So <laughs> just kind of did pre-med. And then also was like a woman in gender minor sort of. So, so I was just a little busy. So yeah, I thought I was going to be a doctor. I love math and science. Like, I mean, I'm kind of useless in it now because I obviously don't get to challenge my brain in that oh, way anymore. Say, have there been changes in math? Have there been <laughs> yeah. breakthroughs? Math uh, is yes. totally different now. There is new math. Oh, new math. let's not talk about the new math. It makes me mad. There's new it ways makes me to mad. arrive at the same answer. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand, but there's new yeah. math. It's yeah. really frustrating. Oh, here's, the way they yeah. taught us to add and subtract, yeah. it's all different now. So you're probably right on the cusp mm. of when they change that. So here's the advantage. <laughs> when you have children, oh. they will tell you. It's true. And this is a okay. godsend. Don't help okay. them with the homework. They literally say that. Because you'll just screw it up. And oh, you'll, you'll we teach taught them this way. Don't touch it. And you're going to try it. and teach them the different way. And Don't do it. And it's not going to work. Oh, and wow. so they're, and I was like, anything that gets me out of helping kids with homework, I am all for it. I don't understand what people bitch about Common Core or whatever it's called. I, like, like, I wish I could do that. I already know I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> no, see, so you're I just good had my at first math. child. Ugh. He's only 18 months. But like, so I have a while before he learns like real math. But yeah. I'm just going to be the nerd that's going to be reading his textbook. So then I know how to do it correctly. And then I'm making, like, I just know thyself. Like, uh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to be reading the textbook. Since you like math so. and science, it probably won't drive you as crazy. But man, I'm just like, okay, you guys told us a certain way. And now you changed right. the way. And I... Rude. It, yeah. Rude. Exactly. And my daughter's like doing <laughs> equations like this. And it's not for it's algebra. It's, it's, it's all grouping. It's grouping. It's yeah. all grouping. And this oh, is wow. like for this is just for adding and subtracting. I'm like, oh what, what is happening? Yeah. It's extra work for no reason. I mean, to me, I think it's to teach it you to visualize them. it so you can arrive mm-hmm. at it faster. Like if you see kids that think that are good at like, they'll like boom, boom, boom. And even like so much of math, it, it really is just memorization. And they're yeah. trying to remove that. So you can actually like logically arrive at the conclusion instead of just i know that eight times nine is whatever eight times nine is yeah i was a mass communications (laughs) so it's not a bad thing it's just really hard yeah yeah so it's a change for us yes so my question is (laughs) oh dear what so how were how were the parents how were the parents when you were like, so Ooh, that is a great question. Ooh, yeah. I know I yeah. went to one of the most expensive colleges in America uh-huh. to yeah. be a doctor, yeah. but about I that. did have a scholarship. I did. Oh, have a okay. Oh, look at you. That, that takes a little bit of the pressure off. <laughs> Boy, you do like love said, math and science because yeah. that's not really easy to get. Nerd. Especially at yeah. WashU. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But yeah, you spend all this time and then you're like, on second thought. I'm going to go be in showbiz. <laughs> you know what? What I like to argue is, is that I'm one of the few people that are actually using their undergrad degree for their career. Yeah, because you didn't actually Technically, do the pre-med thing, right? Technically, my degree, like that's, yeah. I, yeah. I can I, say the same thing. I mass communications <laughs> and I'm marketing and I'm booking rock bands. Exactly, so. exactly. And the reason I added the marketing major is because once I decided I was going to go, go be a song and dance man, I was like, I should learn business because... It's a business at the end of the day. Sure. A lot of people think so what I do smart. is like, yeah, it's like everyone think 
can think frivolously of the art. They think that maybe you're not as smart if you pursue that route or whatever. I was like, I argue completely the opposite. It's like the smartest people are the ones that are successful because you just have to be. You have to know the business. You have to know how things work. You have to be professional. I mean, the list is endless. There's a lot of savviness Um, that comes with it. Really? So I wanted to learn kind of that side of it. So that's why I kind of added that in. But yeah, no, college was definitely a learning curve for my parents. (laughs) (laughs) My dad is a doctor and I'm very much like my dad. So I I thought, you know, that just contributed in my mind why I thought I was going to be a doctor. But I love helping people like love it, love it, love it. And I think it was kind of like the kind of like the perfect storm of everything coming together. I think for a few years leading to like mid college, I kind of felt inside that, oh, I think I actually want to pursue this like like. I love it so much. For me, it's like the best drug. Like there's nothing like the high of performing. That's like how I feel. I feel most myself. I, yeah, there's just something about it that I'm like, this is the best thing ever. So kind of felt that internally for a long time. And then so I first had to admit it to myself, which was harder than I thought it was going to be. Because sure. like, oh, you just decide to do this, right? But I think at the time, obviously, I was a student at WashU. I was studying what I was studying. And I've been very blessed to, you know, like be good at school, if you will. So I had this fear and this anxiety of like, oh, people are going to think I'm not smart. Yeah. And then, you know, as you a person of color, I like have, you know, I have great pride in the fact that, you know, I'm a strong and educated and, you know, you know, driven female, sure. like that is also black. <laughs> like I, I like I take be. pride in that. And I felt like, oh, if I was going to approach this, people are going to think X, Y, and Z about me because I have experience that I've had had many comments in my life and in my career, you know, things that people say to me, like when I tell them what I do. And and I just thought, you know, all this stuff. So it took me a second to kind of admit it to myself and be like, no, I actually am going to do this. And then I, you know, chose to start spending my summers in New York, getting established there, training, auditioning, etc. That's actually when I first met Rebecca was during one of those summers and we kind of hit off. We were doing a, a program together at Broadway Dance Center and our class was the best class in my opinion. Um, <laughs> those people, we had just an amazing group of people. Yeah. And that summer like changed my life in that regard. Like I felt, I felt like, okay, no, I can do this. It was also my time to educate my parents, you know, in terms of like, there are ways to actually make a living doing this. Like I don't have to be the, the poor starving art, artist mentality. And then also for me, it was a chance for me to see how I fared in the professional world. Yeah. I've kind of always been like a big fish in a small pond. And I was like, okay, let me see if I actually can cut it. And I cut it. So, so that was encouraging um, in that regard. I got signed with my agency that I'm actually still with to this day. Wow. And yeah, and I actually booked a tour then. Of my first audition in New York, I actually booked the lead in a tour. Oh, wow. Long story short, and ended up turning it down. Oh. Even though I thought going into the summer, my that was one of my goals was to book a job sure. that wouldn't allow me not to come back to school. And that happened. <laughs> and then after talking to, you know, people that are wiser than me and people whose opinions I trusted, I came to a decision that, you know, this wasn't what I needed to do. The shiny um, thing I, isn't always the best thing. Yeah. Like exactly, I, I exactly. was once offered a job at the Fox theater, which if you're, if you live oh, in St. Louis, yes, so you know, yes. it's amazing. Right. And I work it at the family amazing, arena, which is, is like, beautiful. is a great job, but is not amazing. Right. <laughs> and, but I was just like, I mean, I accepted it and then they like, gave me all the details and I was just like, mm. I'm not going to do this. It's like not, I, yeah. and they, it's not you know, a good fit. For, yeah. It just didn't important. make sense. It is. To kind of take a step back sometimes. And yeah, I don't know. Like, and I, yeah, I felt I did that. It was really hard. And also I'm a yes person. It's extremely hard for me to say, no, I'm a people pleaser. And let's just say the parent company over the tour 
is a very large name company that does a lot of family things. Okay. okay. <laughs> like GY, whatever could that you know, be? <laughs> yeah. It starts with a D and a E. So, <laughs> and so they were like, well, there's no way that we could convince you. I guess we can't tell you not to go back to school to come do this. Like we can't, it's not really what we stand for, but can you not go back to school? And, do this? <laughs> and yeah, so it was like a whole thing. I, you know, it was, it was sticky. Um, for me to say no. And I, I had found out after the fact that they had gone through rounds and rounds of auditions, like over the previous months, trying to find someone to fit this role. And I felt I was right for it. And it just wasn't right. And I can say that obviously many years <laughs> with it in the rearview mirror, be like, that was the right decision. Sure. Um, but in the moment, but at the, the moment, yeah, it was, I felt crazy because I was like, I can't believe I'm saying no to this, letting all these people down, all this stuff. But um, it was the right decision for me to go back for many reasons, including the fact that I met my husband after that. Hello. Well, Disney should uh, really appreciate that. Yeah. That's the kind of, that's what they deem a happy ending. That is. So. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And now um, you have your new so yeah. baby. So. Exactly. Who's consuming all of their things? So yeah. great. It's <laughs> Like I consume all of their hands. And to, br- <laughs> to, to really drive the Disney aspect home, it's the circle of life. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I do. I translate everything into pop culture. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> that is a really cool story. And very, as a mom, it, it fills my heart full of a little feels good to hear because uh you know yeah. our son uh, well tom's son my stepson brian yeah. is uh graduating this year and he's going into a performing arts school and it's like whew, it's like all the nerves and i'm like oh my yeah. gosh how is this gonna work yeah. and because applying to all those places is crazy yeah, it's a lot yeah. yeah if the drive is there it's possible like i like to say there's room at the table for everyone i think a lot of people in the industry either feel that there isn't or try to make it feel as if there's not like they're trying to make it seem like oh there's only room for me but in reality i just that's not what i've seen yes obviously there's typecast obviously sure. there are things that are going on like certain things you're right for and certain things you're not right like i'm tall i'm curvy but i'm a trained dancer I'm, I'm black, but you know, I have this type of hair versus like, there's all the different things that go into quote unquote, my typecast that. So I either get a job or don't get a job literally based on those things. Um, and but yeah, I've been able to have my career. Um, and same thing with someone that looks like me might have a different career and someone that looks completely different than me has a type of career too. I feel like there's room for the table, everyone, but I will say that the plumb line is that you have to want it. You have to want it put up with all the BS that comes along with this industry and, um, and have the drive to do it. Um, you know, college was that time for me to educate my parents be like, okay, here are the things. And then once I actually graduated, I thought I was going to be in New York. I'd kind of done all the, the FaceTime I needed to do to be established there. So by the time I graduated, you know, I was ready. I had people that wanted to work with me and things lined up. Um, and it was actually my agency and they're by coastal. They're like, well, how about you move to Los Angeles? You know, this is the quote unquote youngest you'll ever be, you know, it's on camera work. Let's get you in there. If you want to, you know, work in New York, you know, we can bring you back over later in life. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I just put all this work in, in Los Angeles. I just did all of this. Yeah. I've done <laughs> all of these things. They're like, what? So I ended up moving to Los Angeles and and didn't know, I basically had to do all of that over again. Um, <laughs> but you know, obviously it worked out. But yeah, my mom was kind of like, she, she loves to plan. Um, she's kind of like the, the five-year plan person and I'm very much not. 
Um, I mean, partially because I just can't be in, in what I do. Yeah. But yeah, well, it's just, I don't know what tomorrow looks like. So sure, that's, what I, that's what I tell both kids when they're trying to figure out mm-hmm. what to do. I was like, have a plan, be prepared to pivot. I was yes, like, there are exactly. so many little avenues and tributaries that can jet off from what you think is your dream mm-hmm. job that yes. you might end up loving that you don't even know exists. Right you don't now. even know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have, I mean, the opportunities that I've had in my career have literally been so random and yeah. come out of left field just because I've been open to them. And I've just, you know, there's the preparation, you know, obviously you have to be prepared and you have to go to step in and then act professionally when the moment arises and do the work that you need to do. But if you're kind of not open to those opportunities, then you're going to miss them when they, when they pass you Absolutely. by. So, so yeah, my mom was just like, you can move, just show me a budget. <laughs> and you know, the second you can't afford it, guess what's happening. You're not doing this. Um, so really the second she said that I was like, well, I'm never not affording this. Yeah. Like, That's parent I code for you can do it, but I ain't paying for it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and like, I totally get that. Like I was also sure. one of five children. So I'm yeah, like, you yeah, don't sure. pay for me. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'll work all the jobs that I have to do. Like I bartended at night and I was a Starbucks opener for like my first year out in Los Angeles. So I could have my days free to take class audition, Yeah. you know, work the jobs that I booked, et cetera, et cetera. And then I did that until I was booking enough to be able to sustain myself and didn't need those jobs anymore. So I never slept, but I got to do what I wanted to do. And yeah. I was young at the time, so I could do that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I feel like, yeah, Brian will be fine. If he has to drive <laughs> and he wants to do it, he'll, he'll make it happen. <laughs> well, Elliot said so. So it's there all, go. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dad in me is like, maybe you should get a real job. And then I'm like, I dropped out of college to take a job at an alt rock station. So like, so yeah, so who don't am be I, a hypocrite, Tom. Who am I to talk? That's what I say <laughs> to, to talk myself off the ledge when I'm like, oh my God, really? But, um, you know, okay. but my, my mom did the same thing when I was like, yeah. you know, I'm going to go work at an alt rock station and drive around Everclear. <laughs> work Everclear. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the band, not the alcohol. Yeah, I, I did. I did know that. Yeah, but, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's the parent, and you just want the best for your child. Yeah, exactly. for sure. It all stems from love. It but, yeah, does. Like, but we always tell them. Oh, panic attack. Yeah, yes. all we want is for you to be happy and self sufficient. Not necessarily in that order. Do whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want to do yeah. in life. As yeah. long, as, as, long yeah. as those two things, those two boxes are checked. Then do it. that's all I'm oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna come talk to you guys and like. 15 to 18 years mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see how uh, we do whenever he moves out i'm gonna be a okay, mess okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. i say that now my kid's just like babbling and walking around it's way different i can say that now like i might feel very differently in like 10 years well <laughs> come back to me yours is 18 months mine is 18 years old he still just babbles and walks around so like it's it's a journey. It's gonna, Perfect. It's gonna be, there's a there lot of goes. symmetry. Circle of life all over again. A lot exactly. of symmetry, yeah. So. Um, I, I know we only have you for, for a certain sure. amount of time. Yeah. So who is your favorite Peloton instructor? I know it's been a while since we talked about Ooh. Peloton. <laughs> oh, I know. Sorry. No, don't no, be. That was a lot of fun. I love Peloton. I guess that's the whole point of this. Okay. So I'm not a favorites person. Okay. So I'm not the person to be like, oh, my favorite song is this. It's just like, it's not something I can do. But I will say that I adore Jess Sims. Um, like... She was my OG because we started at the same time. Like, you know, when she got introduced to the world, like is when I got my stuff. So we actually really connected like early on when she first started, you know, back before she got super famous. Um, so we, we don't chat as much anymore. But yeah, so I love her. I just really connect with her. Like I love, you know, her strength type message, like take up space. And I'm a big 
believer of that. I wish more women lifted. I wish more women wanted to be strong as opposed to skinny. I could get on a soapbox about that, but um, I love that she is that in her energy and she's just a good time. Um, and plus her programming is always top notch. Like it kicks your butt in the best way. But really, I, I love like kind of everyone. Um, like I also love Adrian. I think Daniel is like a fantastic ad. Kristen Ferguson, come on, let's go. Um, <laughs> drop a fire in the chat. Um, like, <laughs> like it's always a good time. Spike, love me some Cody. Like when I just want to have like a feel good time, but also get a workout in. He's always good. Robin's great. Like I mean, really, it's it's anyone and everything. Um, it kind of depends on more like what my workout for that day is supposed to be. I kind of look at that i'm a big music person so i definitely look at the playlist um to kind of see what i want again and then i love the feature that they've added you know since right before the guide came out about like you can actually see if it's a strength workout what moves are being done um you can kind of see like intervals or like tread and bike as well but that's really helpful for me to make sure i'm like well i really need to work on these muscle groups today or like this kind of move i don't need to do today because i've been repeating that just things like that the fact that i can actually see what the workout has is very helpful then i can you know, choose that workout or add it to my stack or whatever. <laughs> yes. I love that. Especially um, for the runs. Yeah. Cause I like being able to see the links, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's allowed me to even like focus my workouts even more. Whereas before I just kind of like, Oh, I guess I like this playlist. So I'll take this workout. And yeah. then I get in there. I'm like, Oh, I really don't need to do more shoulder things. I've already burned <laughs> out my shoulders so much this week. Like, so it's helpful in that regard. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, do you mind sharing your leaderboard name? Oh, not at all. Okay. Mine is doing great, sweetie. <laughs> all spelled out except for great is G R the number eight. The number eight. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that's actually from like an inside joke from one of my friends that I tour with. Like we always <laughs> used to run around saying to each other, like really facetiously, like you're doing great, sweetie. When you just like trip and fall and <laughs> on your face. <laughs> Like we you might got need to incorporate face, that. You're doing great, sweetie. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of where it came from. And also, it's always fun whenever I get a shout out. They're like, "Doing great. You are doing great, sweetie." So I'm like, "That's a good way to yeah. bait them." Smart. It is. Yeah, exactly. They tell it's worked wa- every time. So there's what you tell your mom when she says, "Marketing." You, you wasted the wash. You marketing degree? Hell no. Look at all that's the shout outs, saying. mom. Yeah. Look at all the shout outs. Totally. I've amounted to something, mom. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. actually is a health right have. now, too. My parents got one because I made them and they love it. Ah, that's awesome. That's great. Do you, yeah. do you guys take classes together? We do. Yeah. Actually, we took one yesterday together. We did the Ashton Kutcher uh, Kim Kardashian class. Okay. So you guys, were, you're not you're not Kim Kardashian. Like, oh, my God. Why is she on the treadmill people? Uh, not really, because I, I know what they're doing. It's like I would I was. Very excited to see what you guys are actually going to discuss about this because I feel like this is totally in line with Tom with what you've been saying for years, how it's a studio, they're creating shows and it's entertainment. Yes. Um, so I totally view like that's what the Fashion Kutcher thing is. And actually, I yeah. think it's really entertaining. Like I actually have enjoyed it. I can see if they create more content like this, you know, and that could be cool. I- and why wouldn't you want the seventh most popular Instagram influencer interacting yeah. with your product. Yeah, she's going to get people in the door, you yeah. know, and obviously in the intro, they show who the other guests are for the season. And like, yeah. it's a good mix. I mean, I just view it as a talk show really. So it doesn't yeah. bug me that she's one of the guests because again, obviously she's popular. Yeah. yeah. You don't get You're mad like, at the tonight oh. show when they have her on. Like, it, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and that's I, view. It's a talk show. So they brought her in. And like, Ashton did a is. great job of running the conversation. He did yeah, a great did. job. I took that one yeah, today. He was running it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I highly recommend, yes. And I highly recommend for people who are trying to do intervals, like certain times to take that class because you can just let them do what they're doing. And it's very easy to like do your own times at whatever. Yeah, I actually PR'd in my class yesterday. Nice. Which is really interesting. I didn't realize I didn't even feel winded in a certain way. I didn't realize I was running at those speeds for like, again, the intervals as long as I was. Um, so that was, yeah. So I was actually very surprised. I was like, Oh, I just was probably just paying attention and just following the conversation. So that's awesome. It worked. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Before we let you go, where can people si- find you on social media, assuming you would like to be found? Yes. Okay. Well, like I said, on the leaderboard, you can find me at doing great, sweetie. <laughs> um, I'm a high five giver. So don't be, I'm like, I get on, people are on, I'm high fiving you. So I just <laughs> like to do it. And on Instagram, you can find me at Elliot Nicole. That's E-L-I-O-T-T-E, Nicole with no H. And yeah, that's how you can find me. Awesome. Well, <laughs> Wonderful. Thank, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, so much fun. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> thank so you much for having for me. Of course. Yes. Happy to do it. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, uh, don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out where you can uh, watch all of our shows so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep pedaling and running 